I used to live by the Angel Stadium too, so like you'd see the fireworks from Disneyland going off, and then you'd be over like by the Angel Stadium, getting off the freeway, and just everyone would be like, ah. Oh yes, more wiki lore. Los Angeles is um. It's been an adventure. I mean, if it wasn't just um. If it wasn't for the fact that you might get viral pneumonia for visiting Disneyland, I'd be there right now. I hate Disneyland. I don't see why people go. It's a lot of terrible children screaming long lines, really unhealthy food. I've and never it, been to any Disney thing. I, Disney is an evil capitalist corporation. Word up. This is true. Just saying, fuck Disney, right? Fuck that mouse. Sorry, we'll know that Star Wars money coming your way. No, you know what? We all know what he did. He was over in China. He fucked the pangolin and he brought it back here. Some bitch. All right. Previously, last week on Cogdi. The investigators investigated the investor founder Joshua Medine's estate, and after signing a, a smidge of body snatching, they returned to the Caduceus Foundation, where they were led down into the basement into a long hallway. Uh, right, right, right. This is hallway. I feel like more things happened last week. Not to rain <laughs> on your brain. I guess a little bit more than that. I got a big snake. <laughs> There's a big snake. There was a fucking like assassin, uh, sneaky fucking. It was it was fucking wild last week. Those were not major plot points. A party wipe <laughs> via milk. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most importantly. All right, the DM's phoning in his recap this week. I apologize. <laughs> Upon stepping into the hallway, the walls stretched like rubber, and you all looked back to the door to see the rapidly shrinking figure of Mr. Bedeen, while a woman in a clean white nurse's uniform appears and grows to normal size before addressing you. Um. Um, hi, excuse me, who are you? Uh, this is supposed to be a one-way to New York, and people usually coming back this direction are passed out on the floor. Are you, uh, immune to serpent person venom that makes you pass out? I think you might be. Absolutely. Ah, well that explains why you're still conscious. Did my snake make it down okay? Is he injured? Is he alright? Uh, you look back to check on him, and as you do so, you see the snake that looks like it might be light years long, uh, and then he shrinks back to normal, well, normal-ish proportions. He's still the size of a car, uh, but yeah, he's fine. Can I, like, ride him now? Smoking weed. <laughs> Your eyes are bloodshot red, Mr. Uh, Mr. Greaves, but uh, yeah, you can, you can ride him. I'm hopping on the snake. There's no need for me to use my legs anymore. <laughs> and you guys fall in behind this nurse who uh, kind of motions you to follow her. She figures that 
Since you're here, uh, she didn't receive any forewarning that you'd be coming, but you probably are here on a purpose. And uh, she discusses uh, just like different um, banalities of this uh, particular experiment facility uh, as she leads you up a very large spiral staircase. You guys get onto the staircase and you see it's about 20 feet across. And uh, looking up, probably goes a couple hundred feet up. It's a fairly large spiral staircase and it's very open in here. You see that whatever structure that you've entered, it spirals around the center through this stone cut stairway. And uh, you see that a lot of the different rooms in the structure are uh, there with an eye shot. I do apologize. We didn't receive any word from uh, Mr. Medine that you'd be coming. I suppose that we'll receive instructions eventually while you're here. But I suppose I should give you the tour. Please follow me. Doctor Who's not here, so he... He's going to miss that. Damn. Uh, just a quick question. Do I still have Don Julio in my inventory, or is he just somewhere else? Don Julio would have been standing behind Mr. Medine as you guys went through the gate. Damn it. <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll remove him for now. For now. I'll, I'll get him back. Could you have like a Pokeball or something you could put him in? I might <laughs> just... I mean, we have spaceships and stuff. I don't see why I can't engineer a Pokeball and put Don Julio on there. It seems fair. It, it only seems fair. Yes, we might make one for Samuel. Ah, uh, if we can only fucking find the guy. But yes. Ugh. God, Samuel. Samuel. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Remember that one episode of SpongeBob where, like, Gary leaves to live with this old... Yeah! It's the same thing! <laughs> it's the same fucking thing! Oh my god, yes. That's the best comparison ever. Samuel, come home. Come home. We miss you. Bye, Gary. I see how it is. <laughs> Hopefully we find him. For, like, thinking Joshua becomes an addict. Before Joshua becomes competent at doing things by himself. He's going to learn oh, how to button a shirt. God forbid. Yeah, yeah, we can't have that. You look down and you do notice that one of your shoe is untied and you feel uh, completely vexed about the whole situation. Sam used to tie my shoes. You guys make your way around the first... A little quarter of this giant spiral staircase, and you come to a room that's somewhat rectangular. It takes up about half the space here, and you see that there are numerous gurneys, as well as a lot of these giant like tube containers. Like uh, think of a Bakta tank from uh, Star Wars, and inside of them, you see several women. All the women. And some of them all look very similar. The same black hair coming down to about the shoulders, jet black hair, and very angular features. Somehow, 
Yeah, it looks like they're being, uh, they're all being turned into the same person a little bit, to varying degrees of success. How are they? Oh, well, here we're trying to recreate Rose Medine. It seems that her influence inside the Internet has been grown quite powerful. She seems to be, uh, some kind of figurehead within the organization. We think that the best way to infiltrate would be to replace her. However, her combination of serpent person and human genetics is proving difficult. Difficult? Difficult to Wookie, duplicate. Wookie again. Wookie again. Isn't that just. How, how hot are these clones? I need to know. How hot is it? Well, they're all naked, so that's a good spot to start. Yeah, yeah, it's a good start. Give me a number. Like, super hot. Can I see their boobs? So, you see that the woman they are trying to replicate, it would be gorgeous. However, they're meeting this process with varying levels of success, so some are very pretty. However, an ear might be growing out of the forehead, another, the face will be completely warped. So what you're saying, uh, it's very hot. Do you <laughs> mind if I take some samples of your clones? And I don't see any problem. Maybe you could be able to help us. I understand that back at the uh, foundation in uh, New York, you're quite uh, responsible for many, very many of our breakthroughs. Oh, thank you for the acknowledgement. Uh, Amber's going to get down off of her, her snake and get out her little kit and start taking random blood, blood samples, saliva swabs, uh, a couple of pieces of skin, some hair, all forms of DNA if possible. And uh, she's going to ask for a picture of the original uh, Rosemadine. Um, you see over a couple of the walls there are um, a lot of reference material. This is, uh, they got a lot of source material to work with, as this was the wife of Joshua Medine before, well, before things happened. And uh, yeah, you are able to find, uh, you're able to source a photograph and a lot of uh, material that would help you research this individual and perhaps further the research in cloning her I mean I have DNA from the Don Julio and Joshua Medin himself so I mean with that I should be able to get somewhere at least I would say through your current research so far you would be able to tell that all these people have been hybridized they are serpent people and they have combined their genetics with human DNA. Now, to what extent, what benefits, like why specifically Don Julio was blended with these certain genetics, it would take further research to tell. However, the broad strokes you are able to deduce. Do they have any DNA from the original? The original, hmm? Do they have any DNA from the original Rose Medine? Progenitor. The alpha, the prime Prime Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Prime. Some, right? Yeah. Do they have any? They go over to a counter, open it up, and from they reach within and slowly lift up from like a pool of liquid nitrogen that slowly bubbles up a vial of red fluid and hand it over to you. We barely have any source material of the Primus left. Prime Medine. <laughs> the Prime Medine. Ah, yes. That, that's what that is. You have to understand, I'll... we hybridized this woman with uh, with Rose, and that was uh, the only thing we took at the time. We didn't think we'd be, well, uh, you understand these circumstances where we find ourselves now. We didn't foresee at the time. 
This is perfectly fine. I'll make sure to take good care of the little that we have left. Wonderful, wonderful. Please follow me. And she continues. Was that Mr. Uh, Greaves? Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just imagining what milk might do with the prime material. I well, apologize. Well, I stay away from the prime material. Try and stay focused, Mr. Greaves. We're trying to keep a pace here. Yes, yes. I would sorry. still have my notes from that uh, factory where they were making skin suits, right? Yes, you would have your notes from the Snafelkull volcano. Oh, yeah, that should come in handy. Yeah, I'd say even your notes were expanded upon, and you were able to recover environmental suits and the brain canister, so your research has come... I'd say your research, if not changing the world, is pushing humanity forward. <laughs> so responsible. I don't want to be dramatic or overstate anything, I just want to say facts. Thanks to you. A lot of people will die, but mostly live. Hopefully, slightly more will live. It's for the better of humanity. You know, you're going to have to break a few eggs to make an omelet. That's our motto here at Caduceus, breaking eggs. And she rounds the corner up to the second surgery room. Motto is breaking eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Only breaking eggs. Okay. No omelets around here. We just go into the bird's cage and just smash that shit up. Uh, so you guys look into the second surgery room and she pauses for a moment, turning to you all. Here's where we discovered most of the human anatomy and how we are able to discover this was, uh, well, it was practical science. We needed to know the physical structure. And as you know, structural anatomy is very important. In fact, the reason that the coronavirus vaccination was reduced <laughs> to a development time of only a few months beating the hell out of any other record previously was that we were uh, we had done structural biology research beforehand on similar coronaviruses, specifically in this case the Middle East coronavirus MERS, and because MERS has a very similar corona structure, the spiky things that pop out the top we were able to make that vaccine in lickety split time and you should all take it Bro, what's the coronavirus? The, the spiky part's the lime, right? Pay attention, Mr. Greaves. I know, I know you're lime. not a professor not or a doctor like Doctor Who over here, but uh, please. It's 1920, just... isn't it? He's just a rich What are we even doing here? Vaccines are older than this country, my friend. Are they, though? Mm-hmm. Aren't all of our vaccines just based on what Australia is doing for the year? The Australian vaccine uh, gave people AIDS, so maybe not this time. It made them test positive for AIDS. Doesn't mean you yeah. have it. Just like Close how enough. got the prostate milk. cancer can test positive. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Still milk. Close enough. <laughs> it's not. You don't have AIDS. It's yeah, but just... let's be honest. Oh God. Close enough. I'm sorry. It wouldn't spread the same way. What the AIDS? It's not AIDS. You just tested positive for AIDS. False positives are a thing. They are. Okay, so this... Um, I, I apologize. I fucked up by bringing the, the, the corona thing in there, but <laughs> I 
I do have this to tie into the story, so let me okay. see if I can. PSA is fine. Let me see if I can lasso this back. This is going to be a task, but let's see if we can do this. By dissecting all the humans here, it was tragic. We had to ask them to give up everything, but we were able to succeed. It was here through our research of the human body and the structural biology of this anatomy, we came up with a virus. And we tested that virus here in the Belgian Congo, and we think it's perfected, and now we're ready to deploy it on the entire world. The Belgian Congo. Where are we? Belgian? Belgia or Congo? We're in the Congo, <laughs> deep in the jungle, sir. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Are Just we? clarify. Uh, so was... here. That's what? a Belgian thing, yes? Oh God, Jonathan, just, just, just sit down here. Have, have some tea. Jonathan, I'll explain. I'll give you the short history. So King Leopold came here and starved about half of the people here in the Congo, um, yes. few million people, starved them to death. That's why uh, the individuals you'll meet later on, they'll be a little short. Starvation will do that if you do it over a few decades. You understand? Ah <laughs> oh, yes, just makes you short. Nothing else. Now it was. I have heard. Yes, I've seen many a short person in my life. I, I was always under the impression that it was the, uh, the I starvation in there. Yes. And yes. who better to punch down at than short people? Correct. Amen. So we Jonathan, decided. Uh, goes for a high five. <laughs> <laughs> she gives you nurturash. It pulls back her elbow at a ninety degree. She is square, and she gives you the weakest high five. Nurse who? Her name's Nurse, Nurse Ratchet. Hmm, where have I heard that before? She wouldn't have a brother who's a mass murderer or anything like that. Uh, I think not. Amber, would you like to be slightly less rude? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Creeps. As I was saying, so the Caduceus yes, Foundation... High five. <laughs> she gives you another high five. This one a little bit better. Fuck yes. So, Caduceus, we decided to come into the darkest area of this jungle and conduct our experiments away from the world where we knew we wouldn't rise suspicion. Pandemics are so common here in the jungle, you understand? Don't, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, yes. And so we perfected our sleeping sickness, and we are now able and willing to deploy it as we were as we here were able to find the delivery mechanism, the key to the success and spread of the plague, we will use Titsi flies to infect the entire world with the sleeping sickness that we've developed. Um, if I may interject, would it not have been easier to use mosquitoes? Seeing as the Titsi fly is uh, only native to Africa, whereas the mosquito is uh, a national best. Or international world phenomenon. Everyone in the Not room like stops. You. Everyone in the room just stops and stops working and they look over <laughs> at Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> um we've been we were telling you for like the last two decades if we just use mosquitoes we could accelerate the development. We don't need to just start second guessing ourselves now. Alright, everyone. Please I mean, return to your work. Come now, please. You're embarrassing me. We're, we're successful. We managed to come to I the mean, end fruition in any case. 
it wouldn't have been an embarrassment if you actually listened to your team the first time and you realized that using mosquitoes was the superior thing to do. Not only do they breed fast with very little amounts of water, but their numbers are very, very high, you know, relation to the public. So it would have been easier to use them. They can travel really far because of migration. And like Jonathan said, they're international species. Well, frankly, I can see why the New York division has been advancing so quickly. I mean, frankly, I think we could learn a thing or two from you down here. Possibly. Depends on if you're willing to learn. Uh, Jonathan goes for a high five with Amber. Amber will give him a very hefty high five. It's a new thing I'm trying out. What do you think, Amber? I high five people now. Define distractions. Thank you. I think. And as you guys continue walking around the spiral staircase, you see a room with a lot of filing cabinets, and some crates, kind of, uh, and Indiana Jones Lost Ark. And then you guys come to the top of the, <laughs> come to the top of the staircase, and she pauses for a moment, just showing you within the room, and you see large vats, probably 20 by 20 circular. Uh, 20 feet in diameter. And within, uh, you can see a little bit of bubbling movement. And here's where we have bred the Titsi flies for distribution over the world. We should be at capacity and ready for deployment any day now. Yes. It would be very unfortunate if the flies went into environmental shock and just died upon being released. You know what uh, that would well, happen with oh, mosquitoes? They'll work, they'll work fine in Africa. And everyone knows uh, Africa, you know, it's easily the most stable continent and set of countries on the planet. So if we can disrupt the, uh, the national, uh, you know, going-ons of the African people, well, it should be quite easy for the rest of the world to fall into chaos. I mean, there's very little traffic in, you know, Africa. No one's coming in and out of the country. Well, it's not a country, continent. Wouldn't it have been easier to just, you know, use Europe? The Caduceus Foundation has tendrils in every part of the globe. Distribution will not be a challenge. I'll now, trust your confidence on that one. We've worked for That's a very fair. long time. What, what exactly do you need from us, then? What is our part in all of this? Not that we don't enjoy uh, just listening to how well your uh, flies are going to do. What exactly would it be that you would like us to do? Well, I appreciate the high fives. Frankly, that's why I gave you the tour, and I feel full, quite satisfied. And at any oh. moment, I expect Gertrude to join us with a telegram from uh, headquarters. Uh, hopefully, the New York branch of the Caduceus Foundation will have instructions for you and why you're here. Uh, we were told we were here to get more test subjects. Oh, why didn't you say so? We'll go ahead and set you up with a few uh, vehicles to get you through the jungle, and then you'll head over to the hospital for uh, said test, uh, test subjects, and we'll send you back on your way. Now, am I crazy? We walked down a tunnel and it wound up in Africa, yes? Uh, well, that would be the gate technology. We've been able to revive a few of the gates left by the ancient serpent person race. Very fancy. Yes, I, 
Yes, we actually had a network of such gates expanding the entire world when our civilization was at its peak. Hmm. I would like to look into actually remaking some of the gate technology, maybe on a smaller scale for like, you know, transporting packages from district to district without having to wait days. Once in one's home, right? So yes. I could uh, step into a portal and, and go to the restroom then step back into a portal. <laughs> oh gosh, how mundane. You know, maybe I just don't want to have to leave the safety of my lab to go all the way to the African Congo to deliver samples. Well, we need to become a bit more independently wealthy then, don't you think? Oh, not at all, Doctor. And, uh, Mr. Greaves, both the, the gate is available to both of you, and if you need to return to our facility here at any time for more test subjects or supplies, please don't hesitate. You're more than welcome here. Oh, I may be visiting here a bit more often to help advance my studies. Wonderful. I know it's tough in New York. The weather can get quite cold. If you have a need to warm up, please visit and, uh, you know, bring some of your research. Uh, I'd love to look at your notes, uh, Professor. I'd love to share them. At just this point, um, running up the stairs is uh, quite a bit younger nurse, uh, nurse uh, young woman, uh, Gertrude, uh, waddles up. Uh, nurse uh, Ratchet, hello, we just got a message from uh, Joshua Medine. These here people are supposed to bring a, a bunch of test subjects, right? Yep, yes, I, we know that they're here to bring some test subjects back over to New York. Please go down and fetch them three mounts. They are headed to the hospital. Thank you, Gertrude. Hey, thank. She, uh, Gertrude kind of like uh, slouches off and looks disappointed. She kind of wanted to meet some people uh, who were not from the research facility. It seems like these people are getting a little bit of uh, shut in, but mm. turn in. She uh, gives you guys a fleeting look and then saunters off. Is there anyone particularly interested among the research team here? Um, it seems that most of these people you're watching, you're walking by our assistants and uh, Nurse Gertrude and Nurse Ratchet do seem to be like the senior nurses here. Uh, you do see one doctor working at the uh, Rose Medine station. However, he's absorbed in his work looking into a micro uh, microscope. Hmm. Is it like stereotypical doctor, really thick framed glasses, like shortcut brown hair, regular lab coat, the the basics? The um, Jeff, Jeffrey, or Thomas, Nathaniel, Devin, Devin, um, Dupree, maybe. Is his name Dupree by any chance? Honestly, I wanted to make him an Asian dude, but now with uh, things how they were, maybe I shouldn't make an Asian dude a scientist working in an evil research facility. So he's uh, just a random white guy. <laughs> just a white old man. Does he have any assistants? There's a couple of assistants running around. It seems like one of um, the assistants is placing a beaker onto one of those tables that slowly stirs the beaker back uh, in a circular motion. The magnetic stir or the centrifuge? No, no, the magnetic stir, of course. Thank you. Ah. 
So, um, I'd like to just grab one of the assistants, take him with me. Yeah, you hook one in the arm and they protest, but no one helps them. <laughs> uh, such a lovely workplace. Um, excuse me, I really shouldn't... I, I, I those, uh, I, they, uh, they, they, um, I really shouldn't be doing this. If where, you where would stop your blabbering, you're coming to work with me. I, I, the, I was handling a couple time sensitive. If I don't get back, they'll be, I, these were runs that I was doing were two weeks long. And they're very sensitive. What they did not want to tell you is that you are easily replaceable and that your work is very meaningless. Anyone can pick it up and you were not important in that sense. Now, what I need from you is to come with me to my branch that you may help with my research. I'm very short staffed at the moment, seeing as how some of them kind of got eaten by a, my pet. But other than that, uh, um, I, uh, they got eaten. I'm, uh, I, um, I think who said they were devoured. Oh God, I don't know. Well, they were technically swallowed whole. You see, uh, he doesn't like to chew, but regardless, you know, I understand. And, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan winks at him when, uh, <laughs> when she says that. He looks over at you, Jonathan, and nods vigorously, turning back and looking at you, uh, Professor Amber. I understand. I will, um. I'll go ahead and uh, do whatever you need, Professor. I uh, understand and, uh, if you need me to, uh, any tasks uh, you need to assign to me, I'll be happy to accept them. For now, I just need you to take notes on this entire little journey, and then you'll come back with me to my apartment. Wonderful. That's, uh, I couldn't think of anything I'd rather do. And he pulls out a notebook and puts three of those tabs of different colors on it and starts furiously taking notes. Yeah. She's just going to slowly lift him onto the back of the snake. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. I, uh, I'll not move. I will not move. I and he's quite uh, thin. Uh, the snake does not even notice that he's back there initially. In fact, uh, this poor fellow almost falls off a couple times. She's gonna strap him down, probably. <laughs> he won't even have to worry about keeping up because he's so weak and stuff. He can just ride on the back of the snake. And you guys are led. Uh, you finally secure him, and as you uh, finish doing so, it looks like he's snug. He's not going anywhere. You guys are walking down a hallway before you know it, emerging out of the long spiral staircase out of this uh, building, and it seems like you're uh, being led out to the front to whatever vehicle waits for you. And as you get to this entrance, uh, this vomitorium, you exit and the light coming into this facility it's that contrast between bright sunshine and the artificial uh, fluorescent light you almost go blind for a second and you emerge and see a large cut hole at which you are the bottom of it's disorienting at first all you see are cliff walls in every direction around you and you realize that you are standing at the bottom of a giant mining pit uh, would uh, either of you like to give me a knowledge roll, please? A knowledge? Uh, is that a roll? Or... A no roll? Yeah, a no roll. It doesn't look like there's a roll for knowledge. Like intelligence check, maybe? Or a uh, natural world? Um... Navigate? More like, like what, history. I'm looking for like a history check. History check. I mean, that's got to be what library then? Is there a library? Yeah, library works. Library. You're not really the using library. A book. Library of brain. I said it before I could find it. All right. 
Wonderful. Uh, so you would know, both of you um, would know that after King Leopold came to power, the main thing that he was being a horrible genocidal maniac about was the rubber. He was forcing these people to work on rubber farms. And, well, when, you know how capitalism do, it destroys the environment that, it exp that uh, makes it possible for it to live. So, of course, all the rubber trees died, and so King Leopold and the lovely capitalists of the Belgian Congo had to figure out another way to get rich. So they started digging, and now you see the result of one of the most spectacular holes ever dug in the pursuit of diamonds. At the bottom of this giant hole, you see a pyramid. It is the pyramid that you just walked out of. So, do we need to roll sanity for the PTSD of the last time we were in a big hole and there were giant space worms, or...? I do need a sanity check from both of you when you were uh, looking at the surgery room of all the people that were just being dissected. You did notice that they were alive. Intelligence roll, please, uh, Professor Amber. Oh, just a regular dope. Okay, one moment. Oh, yeah, no problem. Okay. Interesting. So, neither are you going to take sanity damage. Jonathan, you're unfazed at seeing your fellow man ripped uh, <laughs> apart. What the fuck? Hey, who's that? All right. Dark God's here. Hey, what hey. up, guys? Mm. Hey, hey, milk. Just in time to make a sanity check for me. Awesome. Um, Can I roll a spot right. to look for diamonds? Like, just <laughs> make a quick glance. <laughs> what the uh, fuck are we? Uh, you yeah, guys so are... we're thinking about spaceships, just so Ooh. that we could uh, discover that alien, uh, like, um, like, portals exist now. We could just travel through them. So. Oh, we found portals? Oh, sweet. Yeah, they make them now. Oh, sweet. So we can the, 20, different... the 20s are getting fucking wild, let me tell you what. <laughs> so, like, are we getting, like, portals to different universes? No. Just... Right now, we're just going to Africa. Oh, but, yeah, sweet. presumably someday, yes. Oh, man, I can't wait. I want to go to the Cthulhu realm. And meet, meet our creator, man. I want to meet our creator. Oh, God. He wants to meet you, too. Yeah, can I roll spot hidden for diamonds? I'll accept a spot hidden for diamonds. Absolutely. This is a diamond. Are we mine. still in this place? Can I roll a spot hidden to see if I uh, see any more bubes? Any more? I know we left this place. Bubes? What's a bube? All... Yeah. Boobs, baby. <laughs> it was just a regular success for the spot hidden. Whereas I got a hard success. There's That's an extreme success freaking bubes. With their bubes. <laughs> What's a bube again? Describe the bubes to me. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> nice roll, Doctor Who. He is a doctor. Baller yeah. as fuck. All right. Um, all Professor Amber, there Why are no diamonds. Okay with the... That's fine. Wait, are we in the, the lava pit of, like, the... Still? No. Wait, where, are we? where are we? 
we're oh, in we're Nigeria. We were pushed down the portal that led us to the African Congo. We went through a. Facility. Oh, you're looking for blood diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's a bunch of naked chicks here. And I just oh, uh, uh, I'm totally going to go talk to them now. No, no, no. Yeah. Babe? They're, they're clones <laughs> of Joshua's wife. Hell yeah, they are. Hey, babe, what's up? Okay, okay, okay. okay. In order, uh, Professor Amber, you do not find any diamonds. However, you do find a tiny emerald. Uh, I'm taking it. Jonathan? Thief! Yes. <laughs> they can't stop me. After blinking, yes. you look around and you see that this entire area at the bottom of this pit surrounding the pyramid is covered with people. There are people all around you. Like, like lying on the ground or? Seem to be shambling around. Not like zombies. Well, it's none they of mine. They're a little bit zombie-like, a little bit moaning. Oh, they like us? Oh, moaning. They're moaning. Okay, I and that. You recognize some of them. In fact, you recognize one of the women as the woman that Doctor Who slept with inside Oklahoma. That who doesn't oh, narrow shit. it down. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the one with the lizard tits. The, the one with yeah. the weird skin. Yeah. Oh, I could, like, yeah. shut in and be, like, young. Ah, okay. The more well, she was more around, my age anyway, so it's fine. The more you recognize different people that you've met, you see people from Oklahoma, you see people from Bolivia. The uh, the town that would have been vaporized by the Haraftafang device was evacuated here to be experimented on. Oh, okay. Well, uh, look at that. We're not killers. It would have been nicer if we were. Ooh, is the the or any of the uh, not killing them all instantly with that bomb? They were subjected to be cruelly, you know, experimented on. Zombies. Yeah, whatever, it's fine. And they're uh, Is there any um uh what do you call those? What were those guys called? The ones that eat bodies? Are there? In, are they here too? The ones that were eating people who were subject to like the yellow death. Yeah, 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 they like to eat this yellow death. Are they here too, as zombies? I wonder what they're doing. There are no Dreamland ghouls present. You do not see them. Oh. How bad is it that I don't remember that at Face. all? Not even a little. <laughs> is it only humans? It's not a good thing, right? Are there any snake peoples? No snake people. All you see are perhaps a few of the survivors from your mm. misadventures. They were brought here, and the uh, and the virus, the enfeeblement virus that turns the humans into mindless slaves, was perfected here. Hmm. Are we like at on the top of a cliff or something, looking down or something? You guys are at the bottom of a pit, a a former diamond mine in the Belgian Congo, at the bottom uh -huh. of which is a giant pyramid. Uh huh. Uh, are we in the middle of everybody, or? You are in the middle of everyone, and uh, Nurse Gertrude is leading you right through the mass of zombies over to what this uh, rickety wooden elevator at the far end of the hole. Mm. If, if we get close to the woman I had sex with, I'm going to grab her ass to make sure she's... Uh, just just to, to make sure that she's that woman. Not just, Ooh, that's, what, that's the reason? It took yeah. a little bit of uh, time for you to spit that out, Dark God. That's why you're grabbing her ass? Yep. I gotta make sure she's real. Sure. Be her. 
She gives us a she gives you a groan. Yeah, yeah. Is there? You still got it. You still got it, oh. Doctor Who. Oh. <laughs> oh. Never mind. That's enough of that. <laughs> All right, everyone in, please. Oh, we're going into the elevator. We're going up. One way, one direction. Up, please. Up, up, up. She snaps the little uh, wooden door shut. It's uh, very rickety. You could easily fall out, and uh, several of you almost do as the uh, elevator lurches into motion, and you guys are pulled up to the top. Well, and... well this is happening. I'm, re- I'm going to give Jonathan a cup, like two, uh, two cup, teacups. I'm going to take out a uh, some brandy and put like a little tea bag in the teacup, of course, and put some uh, some rum, liquor rum. Yeah, I'm going to put liquor rum in both the cups. Like, do you want some tea, Jonathan? And as I take my cup, you yeah. asking me if I want tea? Yeah. Was there any tea in there, or was it just a tea bag and liquor? Tea bag and liquor. <laughs> okay, uh, then yes, that sounds lovely. I would love one of those. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you indeed. You guys are making me want to just drink eggnog. I just stand there drinking my liquor. Uh, and uh, my my liquor rum, and mm. and watching the pubes. Like I'm not sure how I feel about this, and I miss Jonna. I miss Samuel. We'll find him. Mm. It's got a bite. At least to he's it. not down there. That's all. That's how I'm happy about. You know what? Spot hidden check, just in case. Make sure he's not down there. <laughs> all right, spot hidden. Go ahead. Oh God, no! No, no, no! Don't even. Don't even potentially bring that into this universe, you bastard. Jonathan, with your extreme success, you did not see him down here. And okay, uh, yeah, Doctor I Who? Those anywhere. My failure. It's like... you, you do not see him either. And just as you guys are uh, really enjoying the spiced, spiced rum, the elevator reaches to the top, and you all turn around and see three Tyrannosaurus Rex waiting and looking at you. Did I not... Did... You know what, Milk? Did you want some? I'm sorry. I never even asked. I do not enjoy it. Oh, thank God. I only have two cups. All right, fantastic. These will see you to the hospital where you will go ahead and meet you. Wait, 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 wait. What is that? Sorry, I was concentrating on my liquor. Why do you have T-Rexes? Oh, well, these are our defense defense, uh, protocols. Here we have managed to revive some of the ancient uh, dinosaur DNA and... Well, we decided to bring a few of them back and use them as sentries. So you Can we will... have some? Sorry. Yes, this, yes. This, these this... will be used. Uh, you, you will be using these as the mounts to cross through the jungle to the hospital where you will uh, find the test subjects waiting for you. And uh, here, there's how they work. And they'll put this helmet on and uh, you just want to think forward and they'll move forward. And she uh, hands each of you one of these golden, almost looks like a Faraday cage helmet. Or the cage oh. helmet. What's the uh, ratio of size between the T Rexes and the snake? So, the big snake or the little Brandosaurus Rexes and your snake's a snake. So, almost the same size, right? <laughs> so, there's this moment where the T Rexes and the snakes kind of like check each other out and they, they posture a little bit and then they become friends. They kind of like nuzzle, uh, uh, rub nuzzles like a little bit. Well, I don't know if T-Rexes are like a uh, reptile, are they? Oh, that's cute. They're birds. Yeah, they're birds. And they're right. <laughs> well, can I have my snake ride the T-Rex while I ride the snake? 
Wow, that's so cool. Absolutely. All, All right. right. I'll do All that. Right. <sighs> can he can he dance? Oh, well, you uh, want to go ahead and uh, give me a performance check to see how well you can make the T-Rex dance? Hell yeah. I want to do the, uh, uh, the moonwalk. The moonwalk? What was it? Yeah, it's moonwalk. Moon T-Rex uh, walk? I like that. I don't think there's a performance. I'm going to put a power, because I'm forcing my will into it. Sure. <laughs> oh, my God. He tripped on somebody. It tripped on the other dancer. So you don't trip or fall over or anything, but it looks pretty goofy. The little arms are really trying to work more than the legs almost. I wish I could push it. Okay. <laughs> so is there a specific role to control the T-Rex? Like, do we use constitution or something? Let me or double is it just... check, because this is in the adventure module. Nice. Riding T-Rexes is in the map module. Hey, there are rules about riding T-Rexes. If there aren't rules about riding T-Rexes, then we live in a chaos. It's just anarchy. Oh, yeah, if there's rules about poison and different types of poison, there's rules about T-Rexes. All right, I'm going to need a pilot T-Rex roll from everyone, please. Where's... Oh. <laughs> uh, I say operate heavy machinery. Did I not can... go well. <laughs> Actually, it wow. went surprisingly well. That went really well. <laughs> use your luck, man. Use your luck. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, because I'm gonna use up my my luck points forever so that I might get four lower. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'll do that. Much <laughs> luck. I got 69 luck. No, I have 69 luck. Oh yeah, okay, you can't can we do just it. say five is probably going to be sufficient if I did have a T-Rex skill. So far, Mr. Greaves is doing the best of all of you on the T-Rex piloting. <laughs> Wait, 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 I got an idea. Are we, like, trying to get on it, or are we trying to ri ride it? You guys are currently riding the T-Rex through the jungle. Uh... Why is there a size? Jonathan is the correct size, but he's not strong enough. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, there's a ride, bro. He doesn't have a lot of constitution. I got a ride. Jonathan's not able to convince him with his fast talk. I, I ride. But... Like... No, even his credit rating isn't good enough. But he was able to climb on top of the thing. So. What is my I got a three Oof. on a minute if that'll work. That was a hard success there. I know, I know. Jonathan listens to the heart of the dinosaur. It's Let's insufficient. Do a swim check. <laughs> swim. It is insufficient. So Jonathan gets out from the spot, the hidden part of the dinosaur's soul that tr wants him to be on top of him. And you and find it. You find the dinosaur's heart, and that day it grew three sizes. Oh, that's nice. So beautiful. So, Jonathan, uh... you are able to control your T Rex the best. You get out in front. However, Professor Amber yeah. is able to find um, the correct path to the hospital, and you guys make your way through the jungle without any problems. Smash, 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 smash. Oh, that's pretty. I'm naming you Rex. Rex. Pat people. Everyone has glasses of water, and you can see the drops moving in all of them. All right. So I'm naming my dinosaur Rex, by the way. So his. Yep. Glass of water is just shaking in people's hands. I named my dinosaur Senior Alvarez. <laughs> Senior. Senior. How do we take this home? Oh wait, we have the portal. We have yeah, we portal. should walk through the portal. Might look a little weird in New York. It'll be all right. 
Well, let's say it's a it's um um uh, it's a puppet, a giant puppet. A giant puppet that we're riding on top of. Yeah. Yes. Latest latest techno puppet technology. One of those automatons. Yeah. He's eight year child. No, no, that's pure theoretic. <coughs> so, after about a half hour traveling, you guys part through the jungle and you see a pretty makeshift hospital. It looks like a field hospital in front of you. And it has the twin snakes of the Caduceus uh, symbol on it. And you guys uh, go ahead and get off your T Rexes or do you just ride them right up to the hospital? Right up to the hospital? Why would we get off Rex? Rex! Right I'm not leaving behind. To the hospital? What if they get we're hurt? Our way through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna get off. We're here to help you. <laughs> the dinosaur crashes through the front. <laughs> you hear ah screams and crying. He's like why? So you guys dismount the T-Rex, just leaving yeah, them within sure. the tree line, and walk up to the hospital in through the main entrance, and immediately you guys are greeted by the oppressive smell of this place. It's not quite rot. It's musty, though. Mm. Uh, give me a second. I, I used to have some... Okay, you give me... I, like, I, I stop everybody at the, uh, uh, like around me, and I... Look into my little bag, uh, my uh, medical bag, and I pull out uh, like um, balm. Uh, you know, like a, what's it called? It's like a lip balm, but it's like a, you know, I, I rub it on my nose, on like below my nose, and I put, I have, it, and I hand everybody the balm so they can rub it on their nose so they, they won't smell the rot. And then I put like I put it in my back of my mail bag. Uh, we used to have a cut open dead bodies for a, uh, uh, for medical reasons. Anyways, this this should help us. Now, would anyone like to take additional precautions besides Professor Amber, as she is already wearing an environmental suit? You have been oh, warned. Oh, she's safe. Always. <laughs> Jonathan turns around and waits outside. Because it's fucking disgusting in there. And he has now, before no you make that decision, Mr. Jonathan, okay. Mr. Greaves, you have yes. been warned that this place is the site of an active pandemic being spread through teetsy flies. So keep that in mind when you make your precautions. Well, mm. are, aren't they our teetsy flies? I'm going to yes. get sick from my own flies, goddammit. It is a risk. Inside the pyramid, you could tell that somehow they were using fly jammers to keep the flies away. I I don't know if that was it, but they are using something to keep the flies out of the, the pyramid. However, here, during the in the quarantine zone... Well, Christ. Okay, do they have, uh, I don't know, is there any, like, bug netting? Or... Yeah, you're able to find some bug netting. You're able yeah, to yeah, take yeah. the precautions they need to. Well, since I'm in a pathetic area, I'm sure there's, like, a clean area, a clean zone, you know, where they have, like, the change of clothes, and I'm looking for a, and I'm gonna grab a, uh, because, like, last time we went there, there was a, there was a, uh, uh, what's it called? Hazmat suits. I'm just going to grab another hazmat suit and put it on. You do find some scrubs. Uh, no hazmat suits. How thorough are you being with the covering of your skin? Very thorough. 
All right, I'll count it as complete. Each of you, Mr. Greaves and Doctor Who, completely cover up. Super duper thorough. Yep, and I have I have my my rum bottle at my waist, like tied at my waist, in a very long straw going in, 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 <laughs> it's inside my my clothes, so it's like on my skin going all the way up to my mouth, so I can uh, drink it without you know putting my lips or on anything. Nice, it's like the fake dick, only instead of pee, it's whiskey. <laughs> so as you guys make your way in to the uh, into the waiting room and finish up your precautions against the uh, deadly pandemic ravaging this part of the Belgian Congo, in, that was created by us. No, it wasn't created by us. It was prolonged well, by our us. Friends, right? Mr. Greaves, the greater good. Right, 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 of course. Created good? Wait, it wasn't, it wasn't created by us. It was created by, uh... By what's created by us? Was it with them? An I thought it was other guys. An older man wearing a white coat, bald, walks up to you and addresses you, each of you. Oh, uh, uh, hello, welcome. Uh, this is uh, my hospital. I'm Dr. Uh, Thibault. Yeah, Thibault. T-H-I-N. Thibault. Oh, Dr. Thibault. do good I know this guy? Good to meet you. I'm Dr. Thibault. Hello, oh, we've never doctor. met before. Hmm. I, I have I never heard of That's such a profound doctor. <laughs> oh, guy. Doctor, I appreciate you're my colleague in arms, but I don't think we've ever met. I passed the bar hmm. way before your time. I've been here in the Belgian Congo treating people for this deadly disease, and I don't understand where it's coming from. Now, you said you created this vex You created this sleeping sickness? No. That's not a funny joke, I dare say, sir. If you are going I to make such, agree. if you are going to make some allegations, I, you should be careful, sir. I was thinking more of the snake people did it. All right. Well, I see that you're here for the insane asylum. I apologize. That's a wrong Wait. hospital. What? Oh my God! You're here and you don't know this. Okay. This the, uh, the, you... the doc from uh, yeah, yeah, the doc is back. All in the right. He yeah. know what's going on here. Oh boy. I, I call, you know, I look outside. Are we still outside the tent a little bit? Sure. Yeah, okay. I'm going to put on the helmet and call Rex over. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Amber? You trying to charm this guy? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and he's just going off on Doctor Who. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've been researching this virus and this vaccine for this uh, this past decade, and you're telling me that you had... Oh, oh, uh, uh, Professor, didn't see you there. See <laughs> 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 so that you're a, 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 a woman of science. Uh, she's a woman of something, right? No, there's no need to be salty, Doctor. Mm -hmm. yeah, see, listen to your colleague here. She's clearly much more educated and refined than you are, Doctor. Uh, I still call Rex over to see if he knows if he knows what that is. Um, Rex. The uh, the Faraday the Faraday helmet cage is not wireless. Oh, I have to, I have to yeah. attach it. All right, I'm yelling, Rex! Come here, Rex! I got, a, I got a human for you. 
if you would, you know, not feed essential people to the T-Rexes, that that would be yeah, nice. For the sake of the plot. For the sake of the plot, if nothing else. Let's not <laughs> eat him yet. Whatever. Uh, you know, there's secrets. You know, I just, I guess he just can't have a, handle them all. Alright, so what? You said you've been here for how long? Well, I've been here. I guess I've been here for probably the last, uh, I'd say at least one, uh, half or 15 years. And I've been out here doing God's work, trying to bring these people out of their poverty. That goddamn fucking King Leopold, that piece of shit. He really did a number of these people. You look at this man. And he, and he holds up, um, he holds up one of the arms of this older, um, Yulunga, uh, villager. And uh, he's got no hands. Wait, you see what King Leopold did to this people? Where are he they? Has, oh, he has no hands. Where so you had to amputate? And amputate it? Well, I'll tell what? you where his fucking hands went. King Leopold was paying people for people's hands. He took everybody's hands in this generation. Everyone over the age of 60 doesn't fucking have hands. Do you know that and that like does he... to a country? Wait, so wait, 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 wait. He cut them off himself? Oh, hands does too. Like he he ordered his Bro. guards to cut people's hands off. Is that yeah, what he wanted saying? to give himself a hand? Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe he wanted a a, 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 st- a stranger. Uh, Look, I, a stranger. I'm glad you all are having fun, but uh, this is really tragedy. <laughs> I can't believe you are being so callous with these people. Oh, we're not being careless with anyone, sir. You've been here for how long now? Do your goddamn job. How very well. Don't you have shit to do? Speaking of, I assume that you are the... Oh, go ahead. Uh, please, Professor. Yeah, we can't give them their hands back. They've been, re- you know, they've been away from the actual limb for too long. Even if there was a way to put it back, we don't have their original limbs. No, I just want to make sure they got cut off and not just, like, just like the, he snapped a finger and they literally disappeared. Either way, they don't have hands and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, I'm just curious. Well, that's fair enough. I had hoped to cure them of this awful sleeping sickness. Alas, I understand that you are here to take them to... Uh, well, I... I only assume that the, the last treatment that the Caduceus Foundation has offered might work on some of them as our last hope. Can I look at them and, like, uh, do a medicate medicine check to check on... Like what's causing it, and where, like, if there's like bite marks on the body, or you know, what, like, if it's like the yellow fever, or you know, or something completely more diabolical. So the sleeping sickness has two breakouts. It's two-page breakout, so you gotta love that. Ooh, okay. With an eighty-seven, you learn. You used to go ahead and excuse yourself, stepping out of the room. You make it back into the main ward. And looking at the different people in the main ward, this seems to be like stage one of the disease, where people are lethargic, they're sleeping for probably 12 hours, 18 hours, as you look over the different charts. Stage one seems to be a terrible exhaustion and a slow, gradual decline into sleeping longer and longer. Is there a, a like have they use uh, uh, drugs to like like you no know, caffeine or you know concentrate in that caffeine to like wait to keep them up or anything like 
how they use these or reviewing the charts you do see that they are being administered saline to keep them hydrated however this is probably more of a function of just because they are asleep for so long they're not eating and drinking mm. Um, I'm gonna look into the, the room. Like, I'm gonna look around. I'm gonna like look for caffeine, like caffeine pills or something like that. And... Stepping out of the main ward, you see two rooms directly off the main ward, and stepping into them, you see the patients in this room are quite a lot further advanced along in the disease. These patients are in the isolation wards. They've been quarantined, and in these rooms. Not a single person is moving, just the soft rise and fall of their chest, each one asleep. You see okay, counting I... up their beds really fast. You see mm -hmm. about 10 people in this room, 10 in the other. These are probably the 20 test subjects that you were sent to pick up. Um, I'm going to open the eyelid and look, uh, look uh, and get a flashlight and chest the eyes and see how they act. They dilate. Dilate. Is there anything wrong with their eyes? Like, is like, is there worms inside their eyes or something? Like Cthulhu-like? You know, like, holy fuck, this is creepy as fuck and stuff? You can tell that they are sound asleep. There's no light behind those eyes. And as you look into them, they seem to be getting dimmer. Mm. Are you able to tell if they're experiencing regular sleep or is it REM sleep? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't specify, so... Uh, I need <laughs> answers with me. Uh, oh, God. Uh, improv improvisation. Uh, Random bullshit. Go. <laughs> I, I got a 50. <laughs> I got a success. Definitely rhyme sleep. It's such REM sleep, dog. Those eyes are shaking it's so hard. They're just all experiencing nightmares. <laughs> all extreme success. Look oh, at that. who's the doctor now? Snap. Well, it's because I'm hundred and you don't. I'm so good. I don't fail. What are you trying to do with your uh, medicine roll, Professor Amber? Oh, just generally look over the bodies, take some samples, because I know we're probably not going to be able to get these ones back. I raise my hand, I smack the face of the one other person, uh, uh, to say, <laughs> "Wake up, damn it!" And here, say it. Yeah, heart success. You guys look over and see uh, Jonathan Griefs playing doctor. He's like looking at a chart and going, "Hmm." Just like tapping my chin and just nodding, <laughs> just like. Mm. Um, Professor Amber, now go ahead. Right in your inventory, Caduceus virus. Oh hell yeah! You successfully yep. don't go uh, replicating that stuff, or make it. If you could make it like only affect the snake people, that'd be great. I know. I love the snake people. The snake people are my homie. Yeah, but they're gonna use that on you, and then they're not gonna be. I mean, I have environmental. I'm. I'm... <laughs> Ugh. You're like, is is her suit screaming for help or something? You do oh. see the skin ripple. You see that the skin has been woven together and that it is rippling in protest, almost like it's got goosebumps. It's a lie. Yeah. I watched as the suit was made. It's very personal to me. 
Yeah, enter and watch you back. In horror. So at this point, Dr. Thibault is going around the room uh, from uh, in the main ward from bed to bed, kind of fussy and taking over notes. Did, did you did I did he wake up? I smacked the shit out of one of the patients to see who wakes up from pain. No, he just gets pink. Oh, damn it. All right, fine. He just abused somebody. <clears throat> Whatever. It's Great fine. Scott, He's Doctor Who. What are you doing to that man? Medicine, damn it. Oh, oh, I apologize. Please continue. Oh, wow, he's such a wuss. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Nurse Ratchet, Gertrude, I'm glad you're here. Uh, please uh, see that the isolation t- uh, ward patients are put on gurneys and escorted outside for loading onto these here, the Caduceus Foundation's uh, 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 partners here. I Can I feel- this guy? You're going to sleep with him? What? What do you want to do to this Not guy? Exactly. I, I want to seduce him. I think you already did. Sure, you go, up to, <laughs> you, you go up to the doctor. He is, um, you can tell, he's quite fond of you. you you've successfully charmed him, and he is uh, excoriating on his different treatments for yeah. these p- patients. And while he is very optimistic, you look around and you see that you would know that none of his patients have gotten better and that a lot of his hope is false hope. Mm. Can we I just burn? Want to that we... You're cutting out a little bit there, Professor Amber. Am I cutting out? Am I the... Oh, uh, it might be me. Oh, that's a big red block. Oh, that's totally me. Are we going to keep them? Oh, I'm sorry. I totally cut out there, guys. I'm sorry. We're going to kill them. (laughs) Okay. Thank God. You go ahead and repeat yourself, Professor Amber. I'm sorry. I I drop. I drop out. It's fine. Uh, Basically, I want to convince him that he doesn't have to, you know, worry as much anymore. We have the situation under control. It's handled. And uh, see if that gets him into any better spirits so that I can properly seduce him. (laughs) Are you gonna like? Are you gonna do the no-no on him? Of course not. What type of person do you take me for? A very evil person. <laughs> you can see the stress melting off of his forehead. He seems a lot more happy and encouraged by your words. Oh, I, 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 man. I, I updated my charm to have like the face. <laughs> <laughs> And your eyes sparkle just so. His heart melts like molten steel. Uh, In fact, he's almost just stammering in front of you. Just nurse, nurse, he's big. He has the virus. Strap him down. <laughs> Can I take him with me? <laughs> Give me a second. I'm gonna do persuade. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I want to. Do we have about- a persuade? Persuade. Nope. Nope. They do not. Believe me. Fuck. I'm pushing it. No, no. I'm not. So he's beet red. He's redder than a tomato at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see if he's going to roll this persuasion check and be able to resist the feminine wiles of Professor Amber. 
Can he resist an extreme success? Get the odd one. <laughs> Not likely. Likely. Scam likely. Do have a stat block for Dr. Thibault. 16. That's a good roll. I don't think it's good enough. Um. Charm. A charm. He knows French. Wow, he speaks French. Oh, that's loud. Yeah. Can I can I take him with me now? I. Wait, what are you gonna do with him? Well, that is yet to be determined. But I I, I do want him. I don't know what for. But I feel right, like you want him to bring him home. Yes. Into your laboratory of demise. Yes. All right. Is he gonna? Okay. So well, he he's gonna go crazy from the dinosaurs, though. So he turns from beet red to purple, and he slowly Falls decompresses over. for a minute or like a second. <laughs> oh no! Is he not I, breathing? He, 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 he's having a stroke, a heart attack, stroke slash not breathing. All three. Um, should I do something about this? Or no, 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 no. I am yours. I, I cannot. I cannot tell you no. I will come with you, but promise me one thing. Of course, anything. Milk, what are we doing here? Promise me that I will be able to return to my work here in the Belgian Congo with the Ulunga people. It is my sacred duty. It is my sacred duty to help them, Professor Amber. I must return here after I satisfy you. I don't see why you wouldn't be. You have nothing to worry about. I'll bring you back, safe and sound. Don't believe her. Don't oh, believe let her. Let us go. Let us go and pursue <laughs> our happiness together. She's evil. She's gonna eat you. She's gonna eat you. Oh my God! That's the biggest snake I've ever seen in my life. Run for your lives, everyone. That she just she just has them with her all the time. Um, while he was panicking about the snake, I'm going to inject him with one of these paralysis venoms. Oh. I mean, just made him go to sleep. I have some like I can't. I could have made him go to sleep. You can you give that to, like... to the paralysis only lasts for a while. Put him to sleep. I'm uh, gonna doctor. Fine. Hey, I'm gonna take out some of the. I'm gonna take out a rag. I'm gonna sniff it. I'm gonna put some of that stuff on it. Take a little sniff. Uh, take a little sniff of the chloroform. It's like, mmm, my sauce <laughs> always smells so good. You can lie down. It's almost fall over a little bit. Yeah, and then I, I put on his face and hold it there. And, to, and I, I know I just wrap it on his face. I'm like, there you go. We'll be asleep forever. And you can see that he wants to scream in his eyes, but he can't even manage a muffle and just breathes deeply of the chloroform and then passes out. Close his eyes gently. Yeah. We could just leave the chloroform rag. I have extras. Yeah, um, I'm going to strap him somewhere on the space. Your assistant a makes away. a little bit of room. Oh like, my god, we should have the dancer. We should have the snake hold it in its mouth. Jesus. No, that I need to, its mouth to be free. Plus, yes. it's venomous, so it probably accidentally. Hmm. I think he'll take care. He has like a big long snake yeah. tongue. Like, you wrap around him. I think he'll be fine. All right. Um. So, shall we kill these patients, or now. are we actually gonna like bring them back? No, we're, we're, we're taking them. Really? All of them? All Ever, of them. How would we transport to them? Uh, why are we... we... The I'm taking... A, I'm going to have to take a moral standing here and say, no, we're not taking them. I'm going to kill them instead. 
You can't. No. <laughs> That's way better. <laughs> yeah, well, fine morals, but yes, okay. Twisted sense. Oh, have I ever not been twisted, man? Uh, Wookie, when I was uh, creating the growth serum, was I able to duplicate it multiple times or just the one? Just the one. You were able to figure it out and duplicate one additional dosage. However, because you made it once, you can make it again. Oh, hell yeah. Why are you making more? I thought you said you didn't want any more. Oh, no, I do want more. Now that I know it works well, uh, I can start mass producing it and give it to all 11 of the boas I currently have in my possession. Oh, God. Oh, that's what you're going to do. So you're going to make a snake, snake army. Like mm -hmm. actual snakes. Well, I just feel like it'd be more convenient if they were, you know, bigger, tactical size, better, stronger, we more have size technology. <laughs> no, king sized, if you were, and I'm, and I'm, I'm... <laughs> I got, I thought it was California king size. We'll get there one day. As you guys <laughs> discuss your different uh, research for and different uses for the growth serum, uh, Gertrude and and Nurse Ratchet have been loading up the twenty. Uh, yeah, the 20 different uh, test subjects up onto each of your respective T-Rexes, and it's fun. It, they're, like, balanced up on the back leg. It's very teeter-tottery. Tendable. Can it? All right, so when they get that done, I'm going to, while they're doing that, I'm going to go to the other test subjects, the other patients, I guess. I guess. And then I'm going to go and um, put a shit ton of morphine inside them so they, they mm -hmm. they're, uh, become unconscious and forget how to breathe and die peacefully. Can I see Doctor Who attempting to kill patients? Doctor Who, give me a stealth roll as you try and sneak off and become not, the doctor of death. I'm not being sneaky. sneaky. She can just look at me. Just see the spy hidden text. Oh, okay, yep. Professor, you look over and you see Doctor Who going from patient to patient. Alright, can I hit him with the paralysis venom? Give me why a you, uh, serpent's why bite you want, roll. You may have the ones you have. What? Yes, you load a paralysis venom into the serpent's bite. Oh, no, bite. I'm not using venom. I'm walking right over to him. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. I guess I'm okay, stealth. Wait, here. Oh, you're stealth, oh, and then cool. you better do a stealth. So, let me find my roll for it. Uh, <laughs> you never stood a chance. Well, let me fucking uh, spot hidden. Spot hidden? Doctor Who, you do not get a spot hidden check. Um, oh, you well. never stood a chance. <laughs> I did. That I, well, I saved half of them, at least. I don't care. How no. many did I save at least? For fuck's sake. Define How safe. many did I save? Murdering them? No. What? We're not We're murdering patients. This is not this is not murder now. This is saving them. They're they're being experimented on. And against their will. And? Okay, yeah, that's okay so I'm the one that's saving them. No, you're I'm no. keeping them from going through more anguiny. They and, don't feel anything. Second of all, if we use oh, them for experience, I'm a doctor, damn it. You're a scientist who just... I know what... I, I'm just saying, I'm the doctor here, and you're the crazy scientist. I'm not crazy. Uh-huh, says oh, the person's wow. wearing a suit of wow. made of human. Doctor Who? Your mouth seizes shut, and the rest of your body completely freezes. I, okay. In an if awesome JoJo pose. Can, can I do this? Okay, so when this happens, I freeze up. I'm ready to like already stab the guy. Can I fall over on like potentially try to fall over on the guy and stab him with the needle and push it in? I'll say that like, can I at roll this luck? point, you went over to the main ward and were successfully able to administer two lethal doses of morphine. And in your mind, saving these people from a horrible. 
fate of either dissection or being turned into a brain dead zombie. Oh, that's a sadness. And when you well, go to the third you. one, you reach down and put the syringe into the. Uh, what are those things that hang off the bag? Anyway, yeah. You go for the third kill and you feel a syringe slip into your own backside. No. Oh, huh? <laughs> Wait, I just got a hard luck, though. Come on. Yeah, well, you're gonna... maybe that is a hard luck. Oh, well, Professor that's Amber, rich. would you please roll up a D10 to determine how uh, how many minutes <sighs> Professor or Doctor Who will be stunned for? And then uh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm Ten giving him two more doses now that he's he already. Yeah. So that is 100 minutes. And then go ahead and roll 2D10. You're a, whore. You're a monster. <laughs> Oh, no, sir. Come on. Don't, don't, okay, so total 140 minutes, and uh, Nurse Gertrude sees you uh, paralyzing this poor fellow and uh, kind of eases him back onto a gurney and then carts him out towards the T-Rexes. Oh, I just love her. Gertrude is such a dear. Can I take her? Don't do it. I, I like screaming. My screaming eyes, don't do it. Don't can do this, it. Can anyone stop you is the real question. Yeah, I kneel down in front of Gertrude. Like, very cool. Would you like to come back with me? I'll do it. Oh, well, I've always wanted to see the Big Apple. Hey, my, it's such an opportunity for Am me. Am I near my dinosaur? Can I order it to, like, like use power to order it to eat the Gertrude? Oh, wait, you can't <laughs> use your dinosaur. You're paralyzed. Huh? Okay, I'm using my power, man. Unfortunately, the helmet rests just out of reach as you <laughs> no, no, have I'm the not, thought I'm of this tyrannosaurus. Like, yeah, but the helmet has to be like on top of your head. Oh, it does. Can I, well, of course, like, of course. can I just use power just like how I use power with the ships? So that is how I've been rolling this uh, T-Rexes, but to control oh. the T-Rex, you do have to have this little helmet on top of your head. Uh, I'm over, well, not overlooking I fucked up the handling of these T-Rexes. As soon as you take these helmets off, they're supposed to just go crazy and attack whoever is around. Uh, and uh, they are supposed to have serpent people riding them and attacking you. Uh-huh. Here, I'll be no, honest. I'm just going to lay all the cards on the table. I fucking wrote okay. myself into a corner. I wrote myself into a corner. <laughs> I mean, that can still be the case. I don't mind that. I mean, it would be a little delayed at this point. Oh, there's no way for me to protect myself, so go for it. Yeah, you guys were supposed to start this chapter waking up in the hospital and figure it all out from there, but you guys have kind of... I'm going to just keep blaming you. It's all you, the player's fault. I'm the best DM, and I've perfectly done this chapter. (laughs) Well, you you got one... You got half of it. I'm paralyzed in it. Right. I think this would be a good spot for uh, a good spot for our five-minute break as we load up the T-Rexes with our different test subjects, and you guys mount up you and make your way your back into the jungle. Girl. I mean, if you hadn't gone and tried to, you know, save so- their lives, okay. Well, save their lives. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let me sorry. Let me correct. I'll save my life. It's too much. Mercy killing them, yes. Yeah. I, mercy killing them so they're not being tortured and experimented on. Yeah. They won't kill it. Yeah. You don't know what their kink is. They might be into that. Shit. <laughs> I didn't see any. I didn't see any permission slipped on the on the charts. No, it's true. No. But uh, I mean, it's in the African Congo, so 
I mean, mm. it's what we were hired to do. This is part of our job. Are you really about yeah. to go against the snake cult? Jonathan's okay with it. Fuck it. Oh, sure. <laughs> Professor Amber's the bad guy. Obviously. Yep. As always. Professor Amber scares the shit out of Jonathan. He still has the, rem- <laughs> the memories of when the engineer was uh, in control. And he knows exactly what uh, Professor Amber is capable of now. And it's <laughs> fucking, fucking terrifying. <laughs> so, uh, Jonathan is not going to fuck with the professor. Is rather drinking his whiskey, uh, which he taped underneath all of the netting, and attempting not to smell the horrifying gross bodies. At least Jonathan is caught up with that. Who is still testing me? <laughs> There's no self-preservation whatsoever. I'm not evil just because I kill people. I mean, it's really a question of your own morality. What is good and evil in the first place? Artificial constructs. I'm with you, man. Wookie, do you record these bird sounds yourself, or are you just finding tracks? YouTube Ripper, I haven't made um, any kind of contribution to art at all in my whole life. I am a parasitic leech. Oh. 
Okay. Okay. That might be a little <laughs> too harsh. No, I do not actually um, create any of the environmental sounds. I've come up with, I've come up with a couple of the different things we played on here, but for the most part, most of these things, most of the sounds are sourced. I mean, if you like, the next time we have a hurricane, I can record the wind for you. I would super duper appreciate that, actually. I mean, how many times are you going to get uh, opportunity to get a hurricane? Just do me a favor and live stream it. So when, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, if the recording gets wet, if the SD card is uh, like I get it in the mail and it's uh, soaking. That's cool. Everyone down here has blood insurance. Blood insurance. Yep. I was thinking about buying fire insurance, but then I just decided to make a fireproof app, fireproof home. Fireproof or fire resistant. Well, I'm fire resistant, but my home is fireproof. Oh, isn't that just me? What is it, Brick? How are you fire resistant? I eat asbestos. Breakfast, oh, okay. lunch, dinner. Actually, have you tried setting an actual live human on fire? Because of the high water content of a person, it's practically impossible without boiling all the water off. Yeah, so but once... like part of it will definitely light on fire, right? Like your hair is not fire resistant. Imagine not once your hair is like burnt off or whatever, it's not going to continue burning. Like you'll have yeah, you wounds and stuff, but like it's very hard to burn a human. Do you guys, man? I don't know where I got the source off this, but I remember Genghis Khan would light people on fire and then put them in catapults and launch them over the walls of cities he was sieging and because they were mostly thatched roofs I think it worked I'm not sure how he got people to burn so well though I'm saying if we figure out how to start burning the homeless and launching their corpses on top of rich people mansions we just might be able to get out of this you guys so if you want the person to burn I mean best I had to do is wrap them up in straw mats, cover that in the flammable and then light that on fire. This is going to work. I think we're on to it, you guys. <laughs> I think we figured it out. I'm starting a 501c3. <laughs> we got this. All right, bring it back in. Apologies. <laughs> like the worst motherfucker, I always bring up a bunch of unfunny depressing shit and I'm like oh let's go do back to this thing I want to do no 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 don't address that depressing shit I just said this thing this fun thing now now alright so you guys You guys make your way through the jungle, back on the path leading to return to the diamond mine and down into the pyramid within. 
And do you see that the jungle? It feels live. It it is humming with activity of like different insects, different birds, and uh, well, it feels warm and alive. And as uh, as you feel like you're almost back to the diamond mind, the warmth turns into something more oppressive. It's almost like the infection of this pandemic, the tsetse flies all buzzing around you, suddenly feel more dangerous, and you cover yourselves and check your different coverings to make sure that they are remaining in place. Well, you're fine. After a few moments, you guys come back to a river, a river crossing that you crossed on the way here. You got to go back over it. On these T-Rexes, you guys are able to get through it without even getting your boots wet. The water comes up to about, I'd say, the thigh of the T-Rex, but you guys don't have to dismount. Just keep on moving, and as you get to the other side of the riverbanks, you all hear a familiar voice call out. Ahoy! Hello! Oh no. Who's there? My god, what are you on? Who's up there? That's Samuel. Samuel? You guys look up the river and see a small boat. Few figures inside. And on the bow, a chiseled old gray fox. Samuel! You Why all recognize hear- Samuel. Samuel? Is that you, man? Yes, sir. That's I. I came with the captain, and we're here to rescue you. From? Who are we being rescued from? Uh... Samuel. Sir, you're being possessed by an evil spirit, and I've come to exorcise you. And he holds out a cross and starts doing, like, the beads. Uh, he's, like, uh, chanting to himself and flicking the holy water. Hey, God, evil spirit, you will not possess the master any longer. Samuel. Oh, yes. My name is Samuel, I swear. Oh, late, my good man. Uh, we've excised the demon. Oh my god! Good Master Greaves, that's so good to hear! I'm so glad you're alright! At this point, uh, him and his uh, four uh, uh, four older men, but they kind of look like the A-Squad, get out of the pile out of this uh, pontoon boat and go come up to your group and start looking over these T-Rexes like, uh, are these Disneyland animatronics? or um... Jonathan attempted to hold in. The, the, the tears that want to stream down his face, and he does an excellent job of sucking in his emotions, and he says, Samuel, about damn time! Where have you been? I came as fast as I could, sir. I had Thank to... Thank God. <laughs> I had to drive by myself. I got dressed by myself this morning. My goodness, sir, I apologize. I feel like I've let you down on so many levels. Samuel, you have. You truly have. I apologize but a million times, sir. I will make this. Yes, please, uh, just the opportunity. For the next few uh, weeks. More than fair, sir. At least I deserve. 
indeed. <laughs> Welcome back, Samuel. About damn time. Oh, pleasure's mine, sir. Let me introduce the captain and uh, the zoologist. Uh, uh, flip, flip. The what? The oh. zoologist, famous and renowned, Carol Rocks. Carol Rocks? Not Carol Baskins. Oh, well, no. I think we just changed no. it. <laughs> hey -oh. Let me introduce Carol Baskin. She is a, a zoologist, a famous one. She's been researching the Belgian. I think she got stuck here. She's telling me about T-Rexes. I didn't believe her, but I see that she was actually telling the truth now. Uh, can I, like, stealth and, like, try to take Samuel's DNA to clone him later? Absolutely. Give me a stealth roll. Alright, give me a stealth. I don't think you even need the stealth. Uh... Samuel, stick out your arm. I'm really proud of what I'm about to do. That's fine, I am. Samuel, stick out your arm. Amber's going to poke you. Understood, sir. Uh, he does not <laughs> notice. Ah, uh, that's how it should be. But yeah, I'm just gonna pocket that. Yeah, you go ahead and pocket um, probably the finest human's uh, gene genome that could ever be, uh, for science, recovered. I feel so lucky. And a warm reception goes around. Hugs, few tears. You guys mount back up onto the T-Rexes. Uh, a few uh, startled zoologists later. Carol Baskin's not happy about it. But she killed her husband. husband. <laughs> <laughs> she did kill her husband. This is true. <laughs> So if Carol Baskin's a little uncomfortable inside the Belgian Congo riding a T-Rex, you know what? She's going to have to put up with it because she killed her husband. That bitch, Carol Baskin. What's up, cats? Kitty cats, kittens. Carol. Hello. I'm Jonathan. Um, hello, Jonathan. My name is Carol Baskin, the zoologist. I've been in the Belgian Congo and uh, <laughs> I seem to have been a little trapped here by these, uh, well, you know, I don't want to really get into it. You seem to, um, look, I, I just want to keep my head down. The police are after me. I don't want to uh, cause too much of a ruckus and, you know, turn up on anyone's radar. Sure. Why not? Sounds right. <laughs> you guys crash through the jungle and arrive at the rim of the pit. While we're still around the jungle, can I look for black mambas? Those are like native to Africa. Spot hidden, and uh, if you want to bully Jonathan into uh, finding a black mamba, I'm sure he could help as you guys make your scenic uh, jaunt through the jungle. Oh, of course. Jungle oh. sojourn. Unnecessary. Wow, you're able to find that, no problem. How many? Or is it just one? I'll take the one. I'll say you find a nest of black mambas. You can take the mom and as many children as you... Wait, that's not how that works. <laughs> I know rattlesnakes kind of have a nest. I mean, all... Do they? I mean, because I thought yeah. they kind of had an orgy. Nope, they have nests. Whether or not they stick around is a whole other thing. Oh, yeah, okay. But, yeah, you find uh, a nest of black mambas. 
a little startled uh, that you're just reaching your hand in there so boldly. They kind of like give you a little flick, uh, flick smell, but they do not resist. I mean, a nest of black mambas is about 20, 25. I'll let you pick up 25 black mambas. Oh, yeah. You have no <laughs> idea what you've just done to this Dun, 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 did you say? 25 giant black mambas will just cross your own coming, DM. Black mambas have the uh, deadliest venom of all the snakes. What? What kind of venom is it? It's just really, like, venomous. After black mambas, you have coral snakes. So not only do I have the most, you know, venomous snake, I have the second most venomous snake. We're going to have to get that third one so we can go for the hat trick, but... Time to start crossbreeding. Hell yeah, we we can make him better. More deadly. Improvements. Arriving at the pit, you guys look within and find the familiar pyramid, uh, along with the milling mob of mindless zombies. You... Begin to dismount and unload your precious test subject cargo onto the different elevators. And after a few loads, you're able to successfully uh, take your cargo down to the bottom of the pit and start wheeling them inside the pyramid. With a Hello. Little... Uh, there you go. There you go. I was trying to ask, is there any uh, colorful frogs? Like bright, colorful frogs. Spot hidden for. <laughs> Thank you. I think he's looking for the Colorado toadstool. I don't think he's looking for the tree frog. <laughs> I mean, colorful frogs are usually poisonous. Don't yeah. tell me that. I won't lick them. No, I don't see it. find them. Why? I'm pushing it. I pushed it. I mean, I. Oh, I get extreme success. All right, Doctor Who, you are able to successfully find... Uh, what kind of frog are you looking for? Poisonous or trippy? Uh, poisonous. You Not trippy. To find... You don't want your balls on me? <laughs> oh, you know what? Come on. Uh, oh, you know what? That'd be kind of cool, too, to put on a dart. And okay. Like, you probably like, wouldn't tr- make people tri- trippy balls. You won't find the hallucinogenic frog because those are in the desert. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I, I want I want the poison ones. Give me the well, poison you ones. Never know. Give me the poison ones. I don't know all the different frogs in the in the in the Congo jungle. Mm-hmm. What you would find are tree frogs, which come in a nicer. Well, no, that's a different type of frog. Okay. I'm trying to remember. What's the I estimate the... for like how many uh, how many? But there are tree frogs of un undiscovered uh, animals species in Africa. It's... Oh wait! Ah, it's right in there. You've been looking for poisonous dart frogs. Yeah, that's it. So we're gonna split the difference, and we're gonna say you find a beautifully colored poisonous dart frog-like frog, and you figure, well, it'll probably either almost kill someone and get them really high at the same time. I know this frog. I experimented with this frog in college. Don't touch the frog. (laughs) No. I'm gonna put on my, uh, my, my I'm gonna put on my, uh, my gloves, wow. and then I'm gonna grab uh, a jar. 
one of the uh, my uh, one of my uh, empty uh, moonshine jars because it's uh, sanitary at least. Pop some holes on the top of it, and then put the uh, put the frog inside, and close the top of the lid. He struggles a little bit. He hops twice, but you're able to catch him and uh, un un uh, hurt. Put him inside the mason jar. Yep. Okay, and then I wash my hands with li- liquor and alcohol and properly clean the surroundings of the mason jars so there's no uh, leftover poison on any part of the outside lid, uh, outside of the jar. You take the proper precautions and you do not you do not feel any negative effects from uh, the capture of the frog. However just the tiniest bit of poison leaches through your skin and you do see a kaleidoscope of colors. However Mm. nothing is uh, nothing is hallucinating. You're not seeing demons. Everything is a little more vivid and colorful. It's very a uh, nice effect, very pleasant. Mm, that's I nice. Know that dart frogs do have bufotoxin, which isn't necessarily uh, a hallucinogen, but it has the you know properties of a hallucinogen. So the dart mm-hmm. frog alone might make you hallucinate. We're gonna have to do some experiments. Yep, yep. That's why we have stuff. Anyways. Let's let's go. Right. And you guys finish entering the pyramid and making your way down back to the gate. You see a beautifully carved uh, semicircle. It's like these snakes are Ouroboros, but there are different. There are several hundred snakes all eating each other that form this semicircle, into which there's no. There's no bright, shining light. This isn't the tunnel of light that you see. Uh, oh, I thought you were about to say a tunnel of love. Definitely not that tunnel either. This is just an unremarkable hallway that stands in front of you. However, when you kind of come around to the side of it and look from the other direction, you just see your friends. Oh, that's nice. And what about the other side? Oh, it's the hallway. All right. Well, let's go see our friends on our dinosaurs. Unfortunately, the dinosaurs did not fit onto the tiny elevators uh, that go down mm. <laughs> down the diamond mine walls. Okay, okay. Is there like? Is it only? Can we like? Is there a path on the side or something? Or does it does it require us to go on the like elevator? So I'll encourage you to check out pictures of these things. They're actual mines in the Belgian Congo where these people just dug by hand and slavery. Um, there are yeah. some big assholes and. Uh, yeah, like in the real ones, there are these like side, these like side, I don't want to say stairs because they're kind of like more like ramps, but. Um, Could I slide down them with the dinosaur? This one in Did particular it? has none of those. They are yeah. sheer walls that only are accessible through four elevators at each of the corners of this pit. Mm. Um, I ask around, uh, can I have this shipped to me? I point to Rex. Uh, Nurse Ratchet turns to you. Unfortunately, those are part of the defenses here at the research facility. But you said we can have them. You can have them you, for you your time us. here. That would ours. They are yours for your time here as you far as you needed them. We need them here more than you do in New York. What are you going to do with them? Are you going <laughs> to pull... hug them and feed them? Oh, I know what you're going them? to do. It's going to be Jurassic Park 2 and you're going to be going around in San Diego <laughs> Stepping on cars and whatnot. Is this isn't a I have movie, a Doctor snake, Who? I have a snake dog. <laughs> Why can't I have an alligator dog? I mean, not alligator dog. <laughs> I want uh, one of those two. One of those two now. But, what's uh, your snake dog's uh, name? 
feel like he had a cool name. Oh, it was uh, Lassie. Not Lassie. Uh, no, no, it's a, it's um, what is it? It's a, uh, uh, it's related to stars. Um, I mean, no. it was named after the Midgard serpent that like literally circles around the world. Oh, it's but sick. Like, yeah. That's its name is uh, Jormungand. It's very hard for this. Cosmo. Cosmo, there it, you go. It also could have been like Ouroboros or something. Uh, I think it was Cosmo. Cosmo. We can go back to episodes and figure it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so too, I, okay, too. okay. And I I nudge um, Amber and like, take some of their his genes, see if we can clone them later. I mean, I'm not too interested in T-Rexes. <laughs> They're lizards! Big lizards, remember? Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where do you draw the reptile line, Amber? When they have legs. Uh, they have legs. When that snake has legs, that's when I draw the line. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you. Fair enough. Asked and answered. All right. Okay, so I'm gonna ask the exact uh, location of this place then. You can take the portal back. I know, I know. I'm, I'm thinking to come back with the, 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 the spaceship and come pick it up. <laughs> After a few moments, um, one of the nurses runs up with like a map of Africa, and you see that in uh, the Belgian Congo, she points out on the map. It is a Caduceus Foundation map, and you see the different supply lines and the different roads that you'd have to take to get here. You figure, well, with a flying machine, I'll just uh, do that, but straight. Yeah, it works. All right, can I take this? What are you pointing I'm at? I'm gonna take this. When you say this, I'm gonna put it in my pocket. What, what are you? <laughs> Thank what you. Trying to take the map? Ah, uh, uh, actually, that's um. Yeah, could you leave that here with us? Like, uh, to, excuse me. But she does not try and get it back from you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna try and give it back to her. <laughs> I'll put it in my bag and walk towards the portal. All right, Doctor Who's heading towards the portal. You all following? I want to. I'm down. Samuel! Hey guys, I'll be right back, okay? You're leaving? No, it just. Give me a moment. Wonderful, sir. Following you right behind you, sir. Yes. Would you like me to go first, sir? Make sure the way is clear. I haven't seen that this would be before. Fantastic. Thank you, Samuel. Yes, sir. Right this way, I'll call. I'll inspect and make sure that it's a. I'll check for traps. Check for traps. DM, I'll check for traps. <laughs> you guys. As Samuel walks in front of Jonathan, you see a tear well up in Jonathan's eyes. He just stands <laughs> and watches Samuel for a moment. He'll never know. So appreciative, but he'll never know, and I feel an ounce of gratitude. Can't let him catch on. I thought Jonathan was like secretly in love with Samuel or something, and this was got to. Oh, okay. You all hear the sounds Jonathan's of. Jonathan's very confused when it comes to all of that. Who knows? I mean, Samuel's very attractive. Jonathan likes pubes. You all hear the sounds of the mysterious jungle fade behind you as you step into the gate and through the hallway. The same bizarre stretching effect. The hallway warps as you 
travel thousands of miles within a matter of moments. All right, sweet. I need to go home. More of the freaking dragon ball. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you all merge back in New York, the basement cold. Compared to the warm, humid air of the jungle, you all see an empty room in front of you. Was I able to take Gertrude? Uh, you look behind you and you see, um, still uh, gripping her forearm quite tightly, Gertrude, uh, looking around. Um, You also look uh, behind Gertrude and you see Dr. Thibault. Oh yes, I did bring him. So I have three people I brought back. Yes, you have a regular, uh, regular little entourage going. I mean, they're all fairly useful people. An assistant nurse, Gertrude, very dependable, absolutely, you know, necessary. Another assistant of a doctor that was working there. And then I have a whole other doctor who was doing the thing for the virus. All very important people. All very necessary. No, man. <laughs> Let's take the record here that uh, we didn't allow Dark God to kill all of the refugees or the uh, the sick people. Oh, yeah, it didn't allow you to steal their best chance at any kind of recovery or or, or, or uh, But they're not gonna get recovered. Health. They're being experimented on. There well, yeah. was no recovery. The point is though, this poor doctor was literally their only chance of ever uh yeah, no, he any kind of He hadn't done shit. He was like, trying. He, no, no, he was he was fantasizing about it. He was doing he his thought wasn't doing nothing. Sure, he sure, was sure. sure, sure, sure. Whatever you, says the person Whatever you says fucking the... tell yourselves to sleep at night, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Just Jonathan, the adults are talking. <laughs> what were you doing with the... the, the you just uh, hear Jonathan <laughs> mumbling that under his breath as he turns over in his, in his chair. Just go, go home to your butler and let him snuggle with you. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan, Samuel is carrying... Uh, Jonathan over uh, in his arms. Jonathan got tired and had Samuel carry him home and you can hear it as, as Jonathan napped he's just like, you fucking bastard. Whatever you fucking tell Say it to my face, you, Jonathan. You fucking bastard. Oh, I pull, I pull, I pull he will never do that. Don't worry. So I, pull, I pull a little, little like uh, baby uh, pacifier and put it in his mouth. Okay, okay, go to sleep. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Samuel casts a glare at you, Doctor Who, as he takes uh, Mr. Jonathan Greaves back to his estately manor. Um, Professor Amber, you go ahead and guide uh, your entourage through the Caduceus Foundation and assign the, the assistant Gertrude to several tasks where they probably can do some good, find some meaning. Um, I'm going to pick up some more stuff from the Caduceus Foundation that will help with my research and bring it back to the apartment. Wonderful. What specifically are you grabbing from the Foundation? Uh, stuff that will help with cloning. I think that's what I'm going to focus on for now. Understood. So, with your assistance, um, yeah, I'd say with your assistance, 
your entourage, as they've been labeled, you are able to get the different resources you need from the Caduceus library and laboratory. All right. Well, they're doing that. I'm gonna get home to my ship, and then get some ro uh, get get like a a crate, like a large crate area, and ropes to attach to. Oh no, actually chains. We're gonna put chains, and then we'll attach them to the ship. And then I'm gonna head to the jungle and get Rex. You realize how long of a trip that is. No, it's not uh, Africa. He's got a portal. Do you have a portal? But also, have a, uh, it's not gonna be that long. It's fine. It's fine. You guys do what you do. I'm doing what I do. Okay. We got some downtime, I guess. Did we accomplish what we set out to do? Yeah, we brought back the test subjects. Yeah, I guess we did. All right. All right. But yeah, Wookie, I'm going to focus uh, research on two separate things. Uh, recreating uh, Joshua's wife and uh, making Samuel's clone. Wait, are you talking to me? No, sorry, uh, not you guys. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Very with interesting. Clone, I want to make it similar to Don Julio. Very interesting. So you would like to hybridize Don Julio and Samuel's genetics using the serpent person gene. Don Julio, Samuel, and the wife. I know, I'm not merging the wife. Any of no, my you should. You should. You I, should. I will not. <laughs> Whenever gets give, his wife. give Samuel boobs, goddammit. No, do that on your own time. You do that on your own time. Well, Jonathan have... naps. Jonathan g does a lot of napping. He reads a book. Oh yes. So those are the. It's two not an important book. It's just moment. a book about it's a book about rabbits. But also making some more of the uh, growth serum. All right, this and is very the... interesting. So the growth serum is going to succeed. However, it's going to take some time to manufacture. You had to use the entire dose for the previous injection. Ah, uh, that's fair. It's not a priority. My priorities are on cloning, so it's not a necessity. If it'll take up too much of my time, then I won't bother. You put it on autopilot. Yeah, it's not a problem. You put a, an assistant on the task. He'll be able to figure it out. And with all the equipment, bring it in from Caduceus, you are able to set up a cloning, uh, a cloning wing of your laboratory. And everything uh, will be set up. Give me a biology roll to see how successful the initial embryonic stages will be. Extreme success. Perfectly successful. A first try, no flaws, none of the deformities that normal that normally occur in these kind of experiments. You feel like you're playing God a little bit, but God damn it if you're not good at it. I see no God up here. Other than oh. me. Well, I mean, there is that god in the mirror. Oh, that oh, oh wait, that's you. <laughs> exactly. So I I'm gonna, have of science. I'm going to take this in my notes. Hopefully, that'll still be a better note taking job than uh, the <laughs> dog name that I totally couldn't remember. I'm sorry. It's okay. We will revisit this. It's going to take a little bit for these clones to cook, but they look great. So far, all the initial preparation, all the genetic ma genetic manipulation uh, seems to be going well. Just got to put it through purity. That's a tricky part of the cloning process. I guess they get so rebellious around 
little problematic, but you're sure that you'll be able to figure it out. Doctor Who, what in good God's name are you up to, sir? I am. Let me see it. I. This okay, I, I am flying to the Congo. I'm gonna pick up Rex, put him on the the giant crate I attached to the, the spaceship, <laughs> and bring him back home. I make I made sure to bring some livestock for him to eat, of course, you know, so he doesn't get hungry on his journey. And and I'm gonna fly back. I'm picturing like a Humvee dangling from a Chinook. All right, let me flip back to the last chapter. I'm going to have to look something up real fast. What is the strength of a flying sphere? What's the deal with these flying spheres? <laughs> I'm trying to pilot my F-15, and these Tic Tacs are flying all over the place. Whoa! <laughs> Brain case network. The landing bay. Size of 120. Well, that's just the size of what can fit inside of it. Can someone tell me how burning oxygen makes makes go? I don't understand propulsion. Uh, it works. <laughs> mm, that wasn't my major. I'm a chemist, but, like, not that kind of chemist. I could guess. What's the question? So, how much thrust do you need to carry a Tyrannosaurus? Uh, about 8,000 miles. Very, uh, physics. So, my question is, when they transported the Tyrannosaurus from the, Ilos, the Isla de los Muertos... Was that uh, on a boat? Yeah, I think it was on a boat. Yeah, I think a boat would be better. Yeah, I, I mean, think you're going to need a boat. Like, when you first use thrust, you need a lot of it. So, like, take doing rockets. You need, like, 3.5 million kilograms. And that's... There's no rockets on these things. In American terms, that's about, like, 7 million pounds or something. So, it gets easier when you push it up. Like, you need less thrust as you go up. Doctor so, Who, do you have 7 million pounds of uh, oxygen on board? That's only for rockets, though. I, I don't think you need that much to carry a T-Rex. Like, how There's much does a T-Rex These yeah, spaceships use conventional rocket fuel? No, they use high-tech stuff. They use liquid oxygen, which I believe is rocket fuel. Uh, I mean, that's hydrogen. Hydrogen would be rocket fuel. Liquid oxygen? Really? Huh. I don't even know. T-Rex would weigh about 11,000 to 15,000 pounds. Now... I guess you could compare that to like the amount of thrust needed for like maybe airplanes or something. But this thing can go around the world a bunch of times with just one tank, and we have extra tanks of fuel. All its passengers. True. <laughs> so Doctor Who, you fly to the Belgian Congo and are able to reunite with your T-Rex buddy. And after a few hours of preparation and some complicated rope work, and I'm talking, you're using every knot that you learned in the Eagle Scouts. You're able to securely fasten your Tyrannosaurus to your flying machine, and you rise up and ding. 
all the ropes go taut on the flying machine as you struggle. Wait, ropes? I brought chains. Yeah, the, the trains, like, clink taut as you try and struggle, and your flying machine is not moving and just kind of, like, boing, boing, pulling That's the chain taut. That's fine, forward. <laughs> you pull on the Tyrannosaurus Rex, which does not move, and you kind of, at a 45-degree angle, kind of, like, you know, I have a better idea. I'm going to make a sled and then I'll just use the, the ship to slide through the forest. And then we'll just, uh, I'll just have to come back. I hugged a, a big, big, big Rex. I give him his uh, sheeps. Like, enjoy. And then I, I hug him one more time and again in the ship. I was like, okay, I got. So I'm gonna go find me a uh, a ship, like a transfer ship. <clears throat> As you go, you see a single crocodile tear drip down from the T-Rex's eye, and you uh, are able to head down to the Belgian coast. Is Belgium? Wait, Belgium's on the coast. God damn it! Is the Congo on the coast? Congo, yeah, Congo. I have sure a map yeah. of the Congo. Yeah, we do. That's why I'm here. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Well, I guess I don't have what a map. map of the are we looking at? I'll say you're able to go to a uh, port city and uh, strike a deal with one of the captains. Um, you're gonna give them some money to transport. Oh, hell yeah, I'm rich, bitch. Sorry, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, goddamn that bit. I love that bit. Um, yeah, so you're able to find a captain, and he's this. Um, do, have you seen Kraus yet? Krause, yeah. You remember so. the postman uh, boat guy, the mail boat guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find that guy. Oh, nice. Get things done. Well, right. I figure I'll be able to help you, but I need to know what the cargo is before I take it across the ocean to New York. I'm happy to help you out. Animatronic uh, dinosaur. You got an animatronic dinosaur all the way out here in the Congo? Man, what was it doing yes. here for? Uh, the uh, uh, film. Ah, that's Hollywood. You guys always making some crazy stuff out there. You know, I really like the King Kong flick. I mean, oh. that was the most realistic thing I've ever seen. Oh, you have no idea. That, that was one of my favorite works. I, I took uh, uh, my, uh, I took my, uh, um, they call it. I took. Uh, what is it when you reference something from work? Bart. Sourced? Source? I don't think that's it. It can influence you. Oh, it inspired. Inspired. Yeah, I inspired. Yeah, I guess it inspired my work before these, this, this big guy. Uh, there's also going to be some electronic sheeps and cows in there, too. Uh, if some go missing, it's okay. They tend to break down. Oh, I, under I understand. You got to make sure you have the whole scene so it all makes sense. Uh, uh, I don't know why they'd be disappearing, though. That's Well, I mean, maybe they've just got an expiration date on those animatronic sheep. And uh, Okay. All right. Thank you. So I'm going to uh, let him deal with it and give him the address. And it's like half of the money now. And it's like, this is only half of it. And I'm going to give him, like, uh, 15000 
Wow, right. well. <laughs> this is only half. I want the, I'll want. i give you another half when you get back to me. Well, I'll thanks a lot, that. man. You got a deal, and I uh, look forward to doing business with you in the future, sir. Put her there. Holds out his hand. Yep. I, I shake it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got a deal. So I was like, and I, I pet the dinosaur, the electronic dinosaur, uh, with air quotes. <laughs> and then I was like, be good. I'll see you soon. Oh, man. The dinosaur gives you a low grumble. No worry, there's a lot of snacks inside. So I feel, I'm gonna fill like some chickens in there so he can have a light snack every now and then. Put, put a monkey or two. You know, give him variety. And then like some grass on the ground, like hay or something for the animals. I'm sure they're gonna be freaked the fuck out, but it's okay. You go ahead and stock up the boat to your best of your ability, and you see as you uh, step back into your flying machine and rise up above the T-Rex, step in and almost sink this boat, its tail and uh, kind of like different arms and legs popping out of from within the vehicle, but it, it is floating and it's making its way. Bye! Uh, nice, nice. All right, I'm going to fly back home. Ah, <sighs> Jonathan. Jonathan Graves. You get home, Samuel, stepping back inside for the first time, busies himself, fussing around. Oh, dear sir, I let the place really go to shit. I apologize. I'll fix this up straight away. Please do, Samuel. Uh, I think I will retire now. You'd be so kind as to tidy up the place, <laughs> etc. Of course, sir, it will be my honor. Honestly, Let's Samuel. Know. Yes, sir. It is good to have you back. It's an honor to be back, sir. Okay. Good night, sir. Good night, Samuel. Good night, sir. And, sir, I wanted to... I know that you weren't yourself when you let me go, and... You know, I, I just wanted to say I understood. Thank you. Thank you, Samuel. Uh, oh, good night. Again. I don't blame oh, you, sir. Again, good night. Right now. Good night. Such a beautiful reunion. Uh, uh, I'm surprised they didn't give him a lot of bias sleep. And as you go this back up the stairs, you bastard! What the fuck are you doing? You feel good. It feels nice to be home. And Samuel, him coming back, it adds a layer of security. I was gonna read about bunnies. I was gonna do nothing with my segment. What are you doing, Wookie? How dare you? What is this nonsense? Bunnies. All right, let me switch the. Uh, let me switch the. Um, no, no, music no, 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 no. I literally don't have anything for here. I. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh thank God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. This music. This is one of the scariest songs from Bioshock. So I really, I'm like, no, wait, hold on. I gotta, I gotta use this later. <laughs> Well, that's not better. That's equally as uh, intense. Exciting. Something's about to happen. Oh, that's some Star Wars shit. Okay. Yeah, you're you're gonna make me do something. 
and I didn't. I, I planned on doing nothing. These lunatics with their weirdo plans. Jonathan's just gonna read. Yeah, hey, you pull open a book. Hey, yeah, know yep. what? You pull up a book, you relax. You're gonna be the only person to recover some sanity, taking some moment to decompress. Go ahead, and roll up a two d10, please. Wait, who are you talking to? Uh, Jonathan? Mr. Jonathan Greaves, please. Might be a better just roll two d20s. Uh, okay, 15. Please add 15 to your sanity. Oh, nice. Shit. Okay. I'm at my max right now of 86. Does that mean that the max goes up or I'm just fine? I'll go to 101. Yeah, I believe I your max say. goes up. Go ahead and go all the way up to 100. You are the most sane, uh, obviously, of the group, but uh, pretty Shouldn't much in society. A surprise, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, Jonathan is feeling very good. Jonathan goes to bed tonight, and he sleeps for the first time since he was possessed. Uh, he gets a good night's sleep. It's awesome, and that's where oh. we're gonna. Oh, okay. <laughs> the music came again. <laughs> yeah, right. Now that's where we're gonna end it tonight with Jonathan getting a great night's sleep, a full eight hours. He's coming back fully rested, and uh, no nightmares tonight. Not, tonight. Hmm. Not for once. <laughs> that's nice. Little does he know the sheer insanity that his uh, compatriots are unleashing in the world. What? Putting what Tyrannosaurus on boats. The T Rex is on boats. The cloning and and the uh, the splicing of these people. I, I'm trying to be superior. <laughs> you will show some respect. <laughs> if you were anywhere nearby, he would. Dave doesn't have to show you any respect. Jonathan will. Face, not, not to you. Not to you. Wow. Wow. That chapter is so fucking hard. <laughs> Down here at Bobby's Buckets, we got the most best buckets of survival buckets you can buy on the market. Yes, sir, Bobby's Buckets are 100% beef. Well, not 100%, but we specially formulate each bucket with the required vitamins, nutrients, fat, and protein macronutrient ratios for optimal survival. So when Jesus comes back for us all, we'll have the required rations to fight alongside him and bring it to the devil himself with righteous fury. Yes, Bobby's Buckets takes the post, the rapture layer, seriously Bobby wants to make sure you're ready to be at your best and buff and bear strong with Bobby's buckets for the rapture and to be a strong warrior Christian and to fight alongside Jesus against the forces of Satan and his demonic armies. Yes, Bobby Buckets will get you strong. Bobby Buckets will protect you from unstable governments. Bobby Buckets, limited supply. 
Bobby Buckets, Wild Supplies, Lasts. <laughs>